Hey, everybody. Welcome to All There Is. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabas. Thanks for joining me this week and for tuning in. I've been doing quite a few episodes lately on aging and getting older and losing our youth, and it's just my current mood, so thanks for hanging in there with me. I know it's a universal thing that we all will have to grapple with at some point, and we all do it in our own ways. I'm getting near the end of this series, so don't worry. I'm going to move on and talk about some other things, but I wanted to share a piece today that I wrote in 2011, and I remember that because I actually wrote this piece for a specific person. At the time, my mother-in-law, whose name is Marjorie Kubler-Black, was turning 80. She turned 80 on October 28, 2011. She was born in 1931. She was born in southern New Jersey, I believe near Atlantic City, and she grew up there and spent most of her life there, raised her kids and in South Jersey, spent some time out on the North Fork of Long Island, all the way out at the very end, which is where she lived when I met her. And then she moved to Delaware when her husband died. And she spent the rest of her years in Delaware and loved it there. And that's where I really spent a lot of time with her and vacationing and going to the beach. And the last couple of years of her life, she did move to Florida into an assisted living and and moved to be close to her daughter. And she has passed on out of this life. A couple of years ago, she left us, uh, I think maybe at the beginning of 2020, and hasn't been in my life in the last seven or eight years after my divorce. But she was my mother-in-law for about 25 years. And I met her when I was really young. I met her when I was just barely 21 years old. And she was like no one I had ever met before. She was a powerful, strong, independent woman, and she was a complicated woman, like all of us. You know, she had many strengths, and she had many things that people loved about her, and she had things that, you know, were challenging. But she was a force to be reckoned with, for sure, and she taught me so many things about life and opened my eyes. I was just such a young, innocent I think back then and really hadn't seen too much of the world yet. And, you know, she taught me simple things like how to make a kick-ass potato salad, which I still make her recipe today. And I think about her every time that I make it. And she could be really silly and love to laugh and have a good time and make corny jokes. And she loved to tease people and she loved practical jokes. And she loved the beach. You know, my love for the beach really developed because of her. She always, she had to live near the water. And so visiting her, I spent a lot of time at the beach and near the ocean. She taught me a lot about that life and crabbing and, you know, just so much that I can't even put into words. She was just a special force in my life and somebody that even though due to circumstances, our relationship ended, I guess, for lack of a better way to describe it. You all know what I mean. You know, that's part of the collateral damage of divorce is you lose your extended family in a lot of cases. And uh, so that was unfortunate. At any rate, I wrote this piece for her. And it was her birthday present. I read it to her at a, at her 80th birthday. I think she loved it. I think she loved it at the time. She was definitely who I had in mind when I wrote it. But I also knew while I was writing it that I was not only writing it for her, but I was writing it for myself as well. And of course, the closer I get 
to 80, I realize the sentiment in this piece more and more. It's just so true. So I hope it resonates with you and I hope you enjoy it. It is called When I Look in the Mirror at 80. When I look in the mirror at 80, I will see an alabaster crown adorning my head, each strand representing a birth, a death, a victory, a loss, a year of life, the passage of time. In the tired gray eyes, I will see a reflection of every orange and gold sunset I have witnessed. I will see the bright pink azaleas of my home state and the dark green trees that I've been able to watch grow from a seedling. I will hear my laugh in each chiseled line and consider the grief I have survived. When I look down at my brown-spotted hands with purple veins, I will feel the soft coat of an animal they nursed back to life. I will taste the sweet flesh of a tomato from the garden I planted and tended with those hands. I will recite the letters they've written and finger the countless buttons they've sewn. I will be amazed that although they look worn, they are as strong as they ever were. I will look down at my breasts and see my babies cradled there as they suckle life from me. I will see the faces of women who have lost them and be grateful they are still part of me. And although they are retreating further and further away from me, they still make me feel like a woman. I will look down at my round belly and see it bulging with the life I once carried inside me. I will remember the pleasantness of a full stomach, enjoying a hearty meal with people I love, and be glad for temporal earthly pleasures. I will look down at my feet, anchored by toes with stubborn yellow nails, and I will see every inch of road beneath me as I walk to school, among distant lands and native streets, dance down aisles every mile of the journey. I will feel the gritty sand and cool water they have tasted. I will be amazed that although they ache under the weight of all they've carried, I can still place one in front of the other and move forward. When I look in the mirror at 80, I will see those who've gone before me. My mother's smile, my sister's cheeks, my brother's nose. I will relish the honor it is to carry the likeness of us, our family, into this age. I will recognize the young girl looking back at me and not be surprised that her spirit still inhabits this body. It is she who sustained me to rise at dawn when I didn't think I could face another day, to stay awake all night when it was necessary. When I look in the mirror at 80, I will see me and realize that as long as there are sunsets and tomatoes, there is something to see. Rest in peace, Marjorie. I'll never forget you. I want to also mention that this particular piece of prose was published by The Mom Egg, which is a really cool journal that's published out of a group in New York City. And I think it was in their annual anthology in 2011 or 12. And I actually got to go to New York and read it at their launch party at this really funky, cool cafe called the Cornelia Street Cafe. It was awesome really special memory for me. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. You can go to kellybargabus.com and you can listen to old episodes. You could send me a note. You could like it, review it, share it, subscribe. It's free. Until we meet again, take care.